0: And we're recording, we are back for another episode of Sizzle and Quinny. I am one half of the duo that is this podcast. I'm Sizzle, my real name is Samuel Finlay and my
1: co-host sitting across from me on Zoom in Young is... It's me guys, it's your boy, as you know, aka Quinny, also known as Simon Quinn, co-host of this podcast, episode 32, let's get it. Episode
0: 32, it's got a good ring to it, doesn't it? Uh, this is season 4 I guess. You know we've done Season 4. 3 seasons we did a festive mini series. You can go back listen to that. 5 parts there all focused on Christmas movies we hadn't seen. As we discovered some good, some bad. Last Christmas I'm looking straight at you, that was awful. <laughs> but some nice ones there within the mix as well. So if you want to celebrate Christmas in January or even you know later this year, go back and listen to that because we had lots of fun recording it. But nonetheless, we are here to talk pop culture. We are here to talk about Mandalorian Season 2. Woo! Yes, not Season 1. We've talked plenty about Season 1 in previous episodes of the podcast. Of course, you can go back. Warning, if you haven't seen all of Mandalorian Season 2, pause the podcast now, go watch it, and then come back and listen to it once you've done so because there's going to be lots of spoilers within this podcast, I'm sure. So, Quinny... I'm pumped to talk about this. I know you're pumped to talk about this.
1: Should we just get straight into it? Yeah, let's get it. Like you saw the video on Instagram, guys. It's coming. I hope you can. I hope you're excited. (laughs) Let's get it.
0: Let's do it. All right. So, for a little bit of background of what we're doing in this podcast, bit of structure, I guess. You know, we, we are raw. We are unfiltered, but we do like to have a bit of structure in this style of podcast we've been doing lately, adapted from our Christmas. Miniseries. So we're going to talk highs and lows of Mandalorian season two. We're going to talk our best character, our worst character, our least favorite character, and then we're going to give it a rating out of five. So to set the scene, I'll just quickly read the very, very short synopsis as per IMBD. Basically, it's actually very short on IMBD. I'm not going to give you, they've got a really short one. They've got a really long one. I wasn't going to read out the really long one. So I decided to go with the shorter one. So, for a bit of background, the synopsis goes as this. The travels of a lone bounty hunter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So, The Mandalorian stars Pedro Pascal. He is Mando himself. You may know him from a movie we actually reviewed in our last episode, Wonder Woman 1984. He's also the Viper from Game of Thrones, and he's in a bunch of other things as well, Narcos, um, that's probably one of his bigger shows that he's in as well, but I might, I might uh, argue on this podcast, this is his best role yet, I'll we'll that in a moment, uh, of course, Mandalorian, if you don't know, is within the Star Wars world, and it's... It was maybe a little bit of an unknown story, unless you're like Quinny, who sits across from me, who is a Star Wars fanatic and has delved into the world of Clone Wars. and dives. Yeah, he, he's really delved into um, the cartoon that's known as Clone Wars, where they sort of delve into this story. And I'm sure you're going to talk about that a little bit on this podcast, Quinny. But yeah, Mandalorian, it's within the Star Wars universe. Let's get straight into it, Quinny. I don't know, unless you want to set set the tone
1: as well. Oh um, man, I'm ready. i just I didn't even make notes for this podcast. I'm just telling you right now. I'm just going straight off the top of my head. Didn't want to do it. I'm very passionate about this season, and there's a lot of things I love about it. So I'm ready to get into it, man. Awesome. All right. Just well, let me know. We might want me to start spinning fire, bro. Just let me know. <laughs> well, let,
0: let's let's spit some fire now. Let's talk some highs, things we liked about the Mandalorian season two. So we're talking about the whole season. Overall, obviously, we might um, talk about particular episodes here and there, but this is just season two as a whole, which was amazing. Spoiler alert there. We're probably going to have a lot of highs, maybe not many lows in this podcast. I know I don't have too many lows, but let's get straight into it. You know, I've done a bit of talking to start the podcast. So, Quinny, can you kick us off with your highs and things you liked about Mandalorian season two, starring Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian himself. Grogu, aka Baby Yoda, who's you know probably the biggest was well, probably the biggest meme of twenty twenty.
1: Great Go meme. Let's just get started. Like, let's be honest, guys. I love this. This was a great. There's a lot of highs for me. I pretty much have no lows. Like, I can't really think of any lows. I might have one. Maybe that's just nitpicking, but you know it happens. But just one main thing for me. I just loved like just the introduction of all these new characters to the Mandalorian universe. For example, episode one, chapter nine, The Marshal. What a great episode to start the season. Love this episode. We got the introduction of the sheriff wearing the Mandalorian armor. Cobb Vampf, he was amazing in it. Shout out to Timothy and He is an amazing actor. Shout out to Deadwood that he was in. He has been in a lot of shows and a lot of movies as well. I thought his role was really cool. I really loved how he had the old school Boba Fett armor on. Just so much, you know, they... Definitely got influences from the original films. You can see it throughout that whole first episode. And like, let's not forget, man, how good was the end of that episode? Who shows up right at the end? Our man, the myth, that is Boba Fett. And he yep. is obviously an iconic character in the universe. He's even in Clone Wars as a kid. So throughout the Clone Wars TV series, Sizzles just started watching it. He pops up every now and then. And it was just cool to see right at the end, once they, just, uh, once they killed the dragon, He's there and then Mando takes the arm with him. Then you see him watching Mandalor- Mando flying away. So it's kind of cool that, oh, is he going to be in it a bit more? So, so, that, so I thought it was amazing.
0: To, just to interrupt you there, Quinny, I mean, you're the star Wars uh, nerd here. Set the scene for, for people that are listening. When is Mandalorian on the timeline of star Wars? I mean, cause I'm, I imagine people that have, that have watched star Wars probably haven't watched clone wars. Where does it sort of fit within the movies?
1: Yeah, so within the whole universe, it's definitely... So Return of the Jedi, obviously the third, the original one from the third, but also now with the, the prequels, it was the sixth one overall. So it's set five years after that. So it's just after the Republic have taken over. Luke Skywalker saved the day, et cetera, the, and then pretty much the Empire are no longer a thing anymore. So it's just pretty much uh, the rebels run the show. So it's like the whole new government. It's all like, you know back to sort of having like the Senate again, not so much the dictatorship that was obviously our boy Palpatine himself, the emperor. So it's set five years after that. So that's why I loved how you got a lot of links back to the original, as you know, Boba Fett's in it. So obviously, as we know, in the in the movie, he falls down the pit. You never know what his fate was, but obviously he somehow escapes. And you can kind of see in the show, it's really cool. He's got the scars on his face, on his body, the armor that, you know, Cobb meant to have this, on has all the scratch marks on it and stuff like that. So that was really cool. So that was one big high for me. Like I just loved the very first episode. I thought that started the season for me amazingly. So that was huge. One other thing I'll chuck in there just before I let you give me some more. Episode, chapter 11, episode three of season two, The Heiress. Massive episode. Mando gets to meet some other Mandalorians and we get my girl Bo-Katan Cruz from the Clone Wars TV series. So she's massive in that show. And it was cool to see her actually portrayed in the live action universe as well. And also the person that does the voice of her is the one that plays Bo-Katan. So I thought that was awesome. I just loved how he met up with them. They helped like saved him and baby Yoda. So that was a really cool episode. And he kind of helps them take over the ship and they get their hands on the weapons. And you just kind of see how good the Mandalorians actually are. So it just showed me, you know, why Mando's so well trained and stuff like that. But I'll just leave it there for the time being. You can give me some.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there, especially about Boba Fett. I'd certainly had that written down. Like Boba Fett is really iconic character within the Star Wars universe. It was awesome to actually get him in the show and actually like the the reveal of Boba Fett because it was sort of hinted in season one and then it was made very clear that it was going to happen early on in season two. So it, it was awesome to finally get that. It was almost like the payoff for watching season one because you were sort of thinking, when is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And it finally did, which was awesome. That was, you know, one of the biggest highlights of season two. Something else I really liked about this season, and I liked it about it in season one as well, but I just think the cinematography as a whole. Uh, Amazing. Uh, I mean, if you watch, are watching or did watch The Mandalorian and you've got a new TV, like a TV that can play 4K, I mean, watching this in 4K full HD was breathtaking. Like it was awesome. It was just amazing to sit back and watch. You know, I bought a TV, I think it was last year. So I, this is one of the, probably one of the best things I've watched on my new TV. I think it was just stunning to watch. So, you know, cinematography, 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, if I, if I, can, if I can give it that score.
1: I agree, man, amazing.
0: Going back to people being revealed and you know famous characters within the Star Wars universe, I know you're going to mention this and you're close, more closely connected to this character than me because I'm only sort of halfway through Clone Wars and she is obviously a major character within that Clone Wars series and that's Ahsoka Tano. Yes. That episode was... Jedi, yep. The Jedi was amazing. I think it was episode 6... Episode was, five, episode five. Episode five, sorry. It was amazing. And the start of it was just, I mean, you get the reveal straight away. You get the two dual wield uh, white sabers and just Ahsoka Tano doing work. It was awesome to get her in this show. And not only having Boba Fett and Ahsoka Tano, you know, feature in the show, it, it's really cr- cr- creative how they've intertwined it all and, you, you can sort of tell that it's, you know, the same people that were behind Marvel and behind the Marvel universe. They're just so good. John Favreau, you know, big shout out to John Favreau because, you know, he obviously created the Mandalorian um, TV series and he was the man behind it there. And just to intertwine everything and setting you up for future series, you know, because we do know Ahsoka Tano is getting her own
1: TV show no, like the Mandalorian. And Boba Fett. I'm 100% watching that. Ready. Oh, man, that was going to come up too, like the end of that episode. Yeah. Like the, I love it, the post credit scene. It's like Great. such a Marvel thing. And that's a Marvel, yeah.
0: that, that is a Marvel thing. So it, it definitely had that Marvel sort of vibe to it. And you and I, you know, we've been on record so many times on this podcast, expressing our love for Marvel and how they go about linking everything together. So I thought that was just fantastic. They were awesome in it. And I thought... Uh, What's the actress that plays Ahsoka Tano? Was Dario Dawson? Yes, yep. that's right. I thought she fantastic portrayal. You know, I haven't seen as much of Ahsoka Tano as you have, but you know, from what I have seen, she played that character perfectly. So you know, well done to Jon Favreau for you know just bringing everyone into this and setting it up for future future series because that was just fantastic. Uh, I also like how every episode, despite some episodes being a little bit shorter, you know, I know one episode was about 33, 34 minutes. There was a couple under 40 minutes and I'll I'll get into that in my lows. But I I liked how every episode felt, at least maybe not in length, but actually felt
1: like a mini movie. Yeah. It was all connected and it just kind of felt like you're watching a movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it really was. And I love when series do that. Every episode had its own little plot in it and then obviously there was the greater plot as well so i really loved how they did that you know just really really great uh writing you know for this and great storytelling overall uh and then um you know you gotta point some favorite episodes of course obviously the finale and the grand reveal of that finale luke skywalker you know in the end but also, I really liked the return of Mayfeld, Bill Burr. He was awesome. The return of him, I love him. He's, he's an awesome comedian. He's hilarious. I don't know if you've listened to, to, to much of his stand-up, but he's pretty funny. And it was great to have him back because he was obviously in season one as well. So they're, you know, most of the highs I had. I'm, I'm sure you've got a few more.
1: Yeah, man, I've got, I can give you a few more. Don't you worry. And like you mentioned before, you said how you know you can tell John Favreau, he's all over this. It's like huge by that. Um, you can't forget Dave Filoni as well, who's also one of yes. the minds behind this show. He was the huge creative mind behind the Clone Wars TV show and Star Wars Rebels, two TV series that I've watched already and I've recommended to you. And you can just tell. just And he directed the episode The Jedi because he created Ahsoka Tano. It's from his creative mind that that character came to be with George Lucas telling him that Anakin Skywalker actually did have a Padawan. So that was his job to create it. And I think he did that magnificently. So he directs that episode, which is awesome. That was another one I really enjoyed. And who chapter 14. So episode six, the tragedy man, Robert Rodriguez, huge hire. He's obviously done *Sin city spy kids, He's on all those crazy action films and that that one episode was awesome. Like, you know, Baby Yoda's at the top of the Jedi temple and he's like, you know, in the force and he summons pretty much Luke. If you don't know, it's Luke just yet. Boba Fett shows up and just starts cleaning house. The Stormtroopers, man, trash always. They can't hit a target. Just absolutely don't. That whole episode, that whole action sequence was amazing and you just see how much of a badass Boba Fett actually is and just the way he just cleans house. So I thought that was another high for me. That was a great episode for me personally. And then like, you know, Baby Yoda gets kidnapped at the end. That's devastating. Like he gets taken away by those c- crazy dark trooper dudes. They're pretty cool. That's another thing I was going to mention. They're awesome. And then one other thing, like you said before, the final episode was an absolute hit. Like that was the best episode of the season, hands down. Either that or the Jedi, I reckon. they would probably be yeah. the two for me. And, you know, Peyton redirected that. So Ant-Man, he was one of the directors of the Ant-Man films. So he, again, Marvel people get involved in this TV series. So you can tell that this is going to be a great show in the future because obviously Marvel is legit. And man, as soon as I saw Luke Skywalker's one ship show up to the Star, Star- uh, Destroyer, I was like, oh, man, this is, I was getting chills. I was, t- I was so excited. And then you see that whole, they just see it through the camera, that whole action sequence of Luke just absolutely tearing through everybody. It just gave me heaps of like, you know, parallels to the Rogue One scene with Darth Vader at the end. You know, they come through, the door opens up, there's heaps of smoke, it's really dark, the red lights over the green, and they both got like a hectic, iconic fight scene. And I just thought that was just, the way to end the season. I pretty much rewatched that like three times. I kept rewinding it. And it gave me chills every single time. So I just loved that part. That was amazing. And then, you know, at the end, Mando and Baby Yoda have what their you know, it's a bit emotional. And then, like, he lets him go. And, like, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And you can just tell that their relationship has developed so much throughout the show. And that's why it's so successful as well. So I'm so keen for Season 3.
0: I mean, speaking about Season 3 there, where do they go with Season 3? Because obviously, you know, we've got Luke Skywalker's now within the show. You know, Grogu's obviously gone with Luke. Uh, I guess you've got, Mando, Mando's kind of got his, uh, I guess, little team. Although, you know, we do see after the post credits, they sort of lead to, you know, Boba Fett's series. So whether he stays with Mando, that's a bit bit unknown. There's obviously the dark saber, the whole incident there. You know, he's yes, now, so the, now he
1: yeah, and that that's a lot of controversy because the dark save is like an iconic. And he doesn't he doesn't want it, weapon. but it's it's technically his. yeah. In the TV series, it's huge, yeah.
0: So and then you know, so that that's that's one thing as well. I mean, it's it's going to be very interesting to see where they go with this because I mean, they can go with go many many uh, directions with it. So I'm very interested to see. You know, will Baby Yoda, Grogu, you know, continue to play such a, a big role within this? Will Luke be in it much? Or was it just, you know, kind of like that cameo sort of feature? So it's going to be uh, very interesting, I think, to to see, you know, where they go, they go with it.
1: Yeah, I just think the universe is so big, man. I feel like they can put someone together. There's so many interesting mm. characters. So Moff Gideon like, as well. He's not yeah, dead. Yeah, Moff Gideon. He's not dead. He's still alive. So I think he'll still be involved. Mm. And we'll have to, something will have to link it, link into the starting of the First Order that are in obviously the newest Star Wars films that come out. So they're like 20 years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So 15 years after Mando's timeline. So it would be interesting to see if they bring that into it. And like, here's a question for you, Sizzle. I just mm-hmm. thought of it then. So you know in Star Wars how Ky- Kylo Ren kills all Luke's um, pad ones? Is, is our boy Baby Yoda gonna be there? Is did he was he there? Did he escape? That's just something I was thinking about. Just then, I'm like, oh, surely Mando's come in and got him before Kylo Ren's just went to town and everything.
0: But I, I also feel like Mando is no match for Kylo Ren. I mean, purely because you see Mando. I mean, no disrespect to Mando, he's a very talented fighter, and he he holds that cool own. spear
1: though that can fight against a lightsaber. He and does hold a lightsaber now.
0: Yeah, I mean, he holds his own against Ahsoka Tano as well when they had that very small duel. Yeah, and she's an awesome fighter. I mean, you see the dark trooper, how difficult it is for Mando to take just one of them down. And then you see Luke just walk through them like it's nothing. Yeah, so I feel like it was awesome. It was so good, man. It gives yeah, me chills every time no I think match. about it. Sorry, Mando would be no match for Kylo Ren, but yeah. you know who knows? I mean, when Baby Yoda's life is in the line, Mando kicks it into another gear, doesn't
1: he? Yeah. So is Grogu got to survive Kylo Ren's uh, purge of Luke's um, so. Padawans or the New Jedi Order? I think so. <laughs> I feel like that's what they might. I think they might have to introduce some to with the First Order. Yeah. I feel like Mos. I feel like Moss Gideon's like must be a part of that because he seems to be recruiting all the old stormtroopers and stuff he's got the old school imperial armor and stuff so i think he might play a role maybe in the starter i don't know but no matter what man i'm that keen for it bring it
0: i can't wait uh do you i've got no other highs we've kind of covered it all i mean just in general everything about season two is a high for me
1: do you want to move on to lows yeah, I don't have many. I don't have anymore. many. I
0: mean, you know, Lowe's, this is where we talk about things we didn't like or maybe some problems with the show. Uh, I'll kick it off. And, you know, this is nitpicking because I really didn't find much that I didn't like about this. And there was very few problems within the show. But if um, I'm being super critical, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, I thought the length of some episodes, you know, there the first episode of season two was like 50 odd minutes. I think it was like 54 minutes. Yeah, it was a
1: good long episode. Yeah.
0: It was a really long episode, which was great. Then like, I think episode six and seven, they were both under 40 minutes. So, you know, I think one was like 34, 33 minutes, something like that. So I thought that was the only thing, you know, one of the only things that I could kind of say that was a little bit disappointing with the inconsistency of the length. And I know that episode one, like, and sometimes shows do this where episode one and maybe the last episode a, a bit longer because it sort of sets up the series and sort of closes out the series. But I want, I just wanted more, more Mando. So That's from a selfish point of just wanting more basically that's, you know, one of the lows and you know, that's kind of the only low I had the only other low I had and something I didn't like. And I've, we've spoken about this off uh, air as well. And that is the grand reveal of Mando himself when he removes his helmet in the believer, I didn't like how I mean because that was something that was, you know, being set up for him to reveal himself to Grogu, and I just thought it was a it was a bit um, out of the blue. And I mean, maybe that's why they did it. Maybe that's why they did it. But I, I just thought it was, a, you know, a bit of a letdown for him just to oh okay pull his.
1: He had to oh, sacrifice, before,
0: man. Or you know, when he had they had to went, find
1: like, where he was.
0: Yeah, when Mayfeld and. Uh, Mando were pretending to be part of the empire. He had to show his face at that machine terminal um, because it was asking for a face scan. So literally he had no choice, but I don't know. I just thought, I thought they would have saved it until the finale because then we do see him do it once more. He, and it made more sense. Yeah. And it made more sense. You know, he takes off his helmet, you know, cause Grogu sort of, I guess, wants to see his face and tinted toward that. So, yeah, I mean, I would have rather t- to not have seen, him take his helmet off until that final episode, but I mean, again, this is being very critical because, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I just think it would have been better if they maybe had a held off on that. Uh, but they're literally the only, only lows I had. I mean, I loved everything else about it. Did you have anything being critical?
1: Yeah, mainly. I didn't have much either, man. Not gonna lie, it was. I just loved season two. Uh, one for me, like you said, I didn't really like how some of the episodes were a bit shorter than others. But that's again, that's just. Pretty, it's not like a huge deal that's us being selfish i think yeah i kind of want more but that's the case that happens same with like you know one uh, division at the moment like they're very short episodes but you want more yeah. so um but one for me episode two uh the passenger i'd spoke to you about this off air i know you like this episode i just wasn't a big fan i didn't really like how they just crash land on a random ice planet and it kind of turns into like a sort of like a horror movie where they're trying to survive all these like frost spiders and for me it just didn't give much to the plot. Like the frog lady, yeah, she knows her husband knows Baby is eating
0: all those eggs. Come on, man.
1: Man, Baby O needs to just watch his diet. Like, what is he doing? He's like supposed to be a Jedi, not supposed to like you know, they're not supposed to kill things and he's just eating things left, right, and center. He needs to relax. He can't be that hungry. But just for me, I just didn't like, I just felt like it's sort of like, it's what happens in the Clone Wars TV show. You know this, we spoke about it. There's a lot of filler episodes that just don't do much to the plot. So I just think for me, considering episode one was like so good, like got me heaps into it. I thought episode two was a bit of a letdown, but again, it still was a good episode, but I didn't really like, I think it probably wasn't needed, but I guess that's just me being picky. Because the rest of the show is amazing. And then like after episode two, you got the heiress, which is like an awesome episode. So it kind of felt like a bit of a filler to me. And then I guess you kind of get like the rebel pilots at the end who come in and kind of help him. But that's pretty much it really. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, you're right. It, It was a filler episode. I mean, I've spoken to you. I really liked that episode. But yeah, you're right. It didn't really add too much to the overall series or season two. So yeah, no more
1: lows. No nah, man, that's that was pretty much it for me.
0: All right. Let's move on to our awards. We have got the best award, we've got the worst award, best award being for our favorite character of season two, worst being for our least favorite character of season two. Let's start with our best. Who was your favorite character of season two?
1: Not a, this is so hard. It's hard because there's so I many great so characters. Many- uh man, this is this is probably hard. This is between two for me. I really loved Boba Fett in his appearances in this TV show, and also I loved um, Bo Katan being in there. And I guess I also liked Ahsoka Tano. So it's it's between these three. I don't know. It's hard for me to pick. I just love. There's just so much. You know, they relate so well to the overall universe. But I think for me, I just love Boba Fett. It just showed me how much of a badass he actually is. And the episodes that he's in are just really cool, really action-packed. And I love how he gets his armor back. And it's like a throwback to Return of the Jedi. And then he actually helps out Mando to get Baby Yoda back. So for me, I loved all the characters. But for me, I'm just giving it to Boba Fett because he's awesome. And I can't wait to see his spinoff show. It'll be sick. Yeah, hey,
0: fair enough. I, uh, I loved Boba Fett as well. I didn't have him down. I found it very difficult as well. There's many characters I could have given it to. I was sort of torn between a number of characters. Ahsoka being one. Yeah. Moth Gideon being two. I really liked Moth Gideon. He's so good, yeah. But I actually went with Mayfeld as Bill Burr. The boy, yeah. The comedian. Bill Burr yeah. as Mayfeld, I should say. Uh, he was only in one episode, chapter 15. Uh, titled "The Believer." He was obviously in season one as well, and I didn't actually really love him in season one. Like he was okay; he, he wasn't bad, but I thought bringing him back into this episode, and you know, he, him, he, he and Mando obviously had a checkered past, but they had to team up in this episode, and I thought it was really great bringing him back. And it's it's interesting as well because he's actually been on record. Bill Burr himself
1: yeah I've heard about this yep.
0: saying that he didn't actually like Star Wars uh, I think it was he went on record in 2015 around then on Conan actually on the on Conan the uh, talk show there and uh, he he, w- he was quoted by saying that Star Wars felt uh, like a cheesy self-help book I'm mean, out of space like puppets like Muppets sorry uh, so yeah, he's been on record saying that he didn't, doesn't like Star Wars, didn't like it, which is funny that he actually was in it and he was actually really good in it. So yeah, he obviously had to team up with Mando, um, and helped track down Grogu, AKA baby Yoda. But, I mean, he's a comedian, so he brought that, that comedic ac- aspect to the show, I guess, which I liked. And you know, he was only on the, it was a one hit one, he was only on one episode, but he really delivered in that episode, I thought. So yeah, Bill Burr Mayfeld gets the best award for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. And how good is the episode in um, season one? where they like they're on the ship and he's yeah. like running? That's an awesome. That's one of that the best episodes episode. from season one. Yeah, that was totally a really good episode, and he's obviously in that. So yeah, I'm, I agree with that. He's a great character in this show.
0: All right, worst character. Always hard picking out a character we didn't like on a show that we loved so much. I'll kick it off because you went first for best character. And this isn't really, I'm sort of cheating here. It's not really a character per se, but I'm going to roll with it anyway. I went with the Dark Troopers in general. So, you know, Moth Gideon's army, I guess you could say, uh, you know, Moth Gideon's advanced battle droids, you know, they're sort of touted to be super strong, you know, very skilled in battle. And we obviously see, you know, a little bit of that when Mando goes head to head with one of them but I just thought they were hyped up for, you know, a number of episodes and what weren't really used like, and when they were used, they weren't really that effective. I mean, I guess maybe one of them was against Mando, but you know, Luke Skywalker, like we've talked about earlier, you know, he just cut through them like they were just basic droids. So you know, I thought they were my least favorite character. Not really a character, but they were my least favorite aspect, I guess, because they were hyped up and just sort of didn't live up to the hype. So, you know, Dark Troopers, I'm sorry. Moth Gideon, I love you, but I don't like your Troopers.
1: Yep, good call. Yep, I agree with that. Luke did destroy them, but Luke's also like pretty much the strongest Jedi ever. He, this is like, true. But like, I mean,
0: Mando's, Mando's no, uh, no scrub either, and he took one down.
1: Barely. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. Like they, they showed you like in the background of episodes of Mosquito. Yeah, like, I mean that's what I mean. Like yeah. it
0: wasn't like they were, just you know, you 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 got them got to see them for the first time in that episode. It was like you know this was something that was being hyped up from you know a number of episodes previous. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: I like it. It's a good, it's a good one. Appreciate that. All right my worst character of all, this is similar to you all. I thought you were going to say this. I thought we were, I was like, Oh, he might be saying the same as me, but he didn't, which is good. I'm not, they didn't really, they weren't given really a name in the show, but they're in obviously the heiress episode three, the querons, those fishermen guys that just try to screw over Mando oh, and they <laughs> just like try to kill baby Yoda on the ship. It's like, yeah, we'll take you to your people. And they're like, you know, he pays them all this money. Then they show him like the, crazy the um monster in the water and then they like put him in there and they're trying to kill him and they wouldn't let him get out great award those guys suck they were just the worst like you can't be doing that to baby yoda and like the man mando just paid you all that money you can't be screwing him over great award and i liked how bo katan came and saved them all the men but those guys sucked and then literally the next scene Him and like Baby Yoda or Grogu are walking through like the dark alleyway and the fishermen come out again trying to jump him. And they go, you killed my brother. I'm like, come on, you're not going to beat Mando. He's got the gadgets all over the shop. And again, he just cleans house and the other Mandalorians help him. So they were just useless fishermen, jerks, trying to screw over Mando and Baby Yoda. You can't be doing that. So they were given my worst character. or I back that.
0: I back that. Well said. All right, now this I feel like this is gonna be so easy for us. We have to give a rating out of five. It was formerly known as the Christmas tree rating on our festive miniseries. We haven't come up with a new name, but we will very, very soon. We probably need to come up with a new name for best and worst awards. That's a bit basic to be honest. But we will we will come up with a better hey, it's award. It's
1: still a good podcast. Who cares? It's simple, but we'll think of something. We'll, we'll think of something creative. You know, we, we we had
0: the naughty nice award. I liked that. Anyway, I digress. Back to the rating out of five. I'll let you go. What did you do? Oh, I wanted you to go
1: first. Okay, oh I'll man. go first. Then. I'll go first. No, I'm, I'm no, no. no. I'll take it. I'll cool. go. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So but just, just
0: for context, for context here for listeners. Yeah. We like to look at IMBD for things like this. This gets eight seasons. Well, Mandalorian in general gets 8.8 8 on IMBD, which is a very respectable score. So what did you give out of five? We obviously don't give it a score out of 10. We go out of five, five being the best, zero
1: being that was awful. Okay. Here we go. I've been thinking about it. I was very, very high on this season. It's way better than season. Oh, it's not way better, but it's better than season one. So for me, I'm giving it four and a half out of five. Not the five out of five, just simply because there was a few episodes that were too short. I didn't really like the pasture episode with the fish the frog lady. It didn't give me it didn't give, you know, much for the plot. I also wouldn't mind to see a little bit more of like, you know, Mando's original guys, like the Rebel fighters and stuff. So they went in as much as I would have liked. Um but other than that, love the show, love the season. Luke Skywalker, what a cameo. It was you know. So I'm giving it four and a half out of five. I want to see some more Cara June. Obviously, she's awesome in it. And then, obviously, she's only in like one or two episodes. But other than that, four and a half out of five. All right. Hey, you
0: were a little more critical than me because I gave it an actual perfect score. I
1: I honestly was like, I'm going to give it a five. And then I was like, (laughs) nah. The episodes were a bit, some were a bit too short. And then Cara June wasn't enough but it was still awesome. So, and I think season one's probably a four out of five for me.
0: Yeah, see, I'm, I'm going to go season one's a 4.5. Oh. Season two, I mean, to be honest, like I was being super critical you know, about the length of the episodes and the reveal of Mando himself, obviously being super critical of the Dark Troopers. I mean, they were pretty cool nonetheless. And it was cool seeing them in action. Oh, Boba Fett's that. in it too. Boba oh. Fett, Ahsoka Tano. Like, come on, Luke Skywalker, like- Five,
1: setting, nah, okay. Five out of five. Just I'll give it five five. That. I'll give it five. You've, you've this won is, me over. This you've won is me a over. Show. This is a perfect show. I mean- It was, okay, you've won me over.
0: I was being a bit critical. This you want in a series. And I think I said this on last week's episode. This was the highlight of 2020 for me. It was the best yeah. thing on TV by a long stretch. I mean, obviously, there was some yeah, great shows. Yeah, 100%. Shows. You know, Ozark was up there. There's some others that we've spoken about. There wasn't a lot of content last year. But even if there was, I think this, you know, would still be right up there. You know, I, I, I can't go past a five for this. I just honestly can't. I loved everything no, about no, it. You've
1: changed, changed my mind. Okay, it's a five. <laughs> That's what I do. I love I, Star Wars. I love Mando. You've, you've convinced me. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's, it's, it's fla- really, it's flawless for me. It really is. Yeah, and okay. This is a huge I agree. Call. This is a huge call. I don't know where you stand on this. And maybe we should at some point rank... Star. I think we may have it in a previous episode. I'm not sure. Can't remember. We've done so many episodes. But if we were ranking where we put Mandalorian within the Star Wars universe, this well, that'd is number be a good one. one.
1: For me. Yeah, that'd be good. Number one. number
0: one. This is actually number one for me. I mean, I haven't, I haven't finished Clone Wars. So you know, you may have a case for Clone Wars or Rebels being number one. But for me, you know, stacking up against the movies, stacking up against, obviously, there's some greats.
1: You Empire know, some- Strikes Back's pretty good. But no, nah, it's number one for me. Yeah, I haven't done. I haven't done my top for that. We might have maybe mentioned it, but yeah, I didn't think about that. Hmm, Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, all right, fine. It's a five.
0: It's a five. It's a five. All right. Do you have any final words, other than, you know, glowing, glowing uh, reviews? I just want to say quickly,
1: how are you finding Clone Wars? Yeah, TV uh, show.
0: Loving it so far. I'm about. I'm halfway through season two. I think. So it's starting to get a little bit more interesting. Obviously, season two, we're getting to see a lot more of the relationship of Ahsoka Tano and Anakin, which is really interesting. And, you know, that's why seeing Ahsoka Tano in Mandalorian was so cool. And now I'm obviously seeing a lot more of her in Clone Wars. So yeah, loving it. I can't wait. Obviously, Darth Maul, he's probably my all-time favorite Star Wars character. He's coming. So he's coming. I can't wait for that. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Obviously, looking forward to more Star Wars content, you know, with the Sokutano show, with Boba Fett's show. You know, we've got Batman. Obi-Wan
1: Kenobi with Anakin slash Darth Vader apparently being in it too. Yes. So, Hayden Christensen's coming back with Ewan McGregor. So, that'll be sick. Lots of content coming. Love it. I can't wait. All right, Courtney, any final words other than this is the way? Other than this is the way, you need to – the Force is with you always – Make sure you watch this show. If you haven't already, do yourself a favor. Do a marathon on it. Smash yeah. through it. It won't take you very long. It's a great show. And like we mentioned before, it's a five out of five. Sizzle's convinced me. It's, it's hard for me to give somebody 100% or anything 100%. It is. It's a five out of five. What can I say? He had a strong case and I had to think it over and I agree. It's a five out of five.
0: There you go. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Sizzle and Quinny. You can follow us on Instagram, Sizzle and Quinny. You can follow me at Samuel Finlay, and you can follow my
1: partner in crime, SQuinny91. Don't you forget. Hit us up. Message us if you want us to talk about anything. We're always down. We always want to do what we can for the fans. That's right. We have been on a couple of other podcasts as we of late. Have. Big shout, shout
0: out. out to the Astro League podcast. Big shout out to those guys. We were on their pod Last week, talking fantasy football and talking a little bit about our show as well. So you know, there's two parts. We're part one and part two. So between us, that as like, well. you can't go wrong. Both we're in both parts. You can't yeah. beat it. I mean, you know, we give the people what they want. Uh, we'll be back for another episode very soon. Until
1: then, we'll be seeing you. Well, we won't be seeing you. We will be talking to you. And don't forget, tell your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your cousins. Your aunties, your uncles, your grandparents, all the people. Tell them. Tell the fam. Just don't tell the empire. Do not tell the empire or the first order. We don't want that. Don't tell the fishermen. They're trash. Nah. (laughs) On that note, peace. Peace.